We're right now on the steps of the Library of Congress with the United States Capitol behind us and I love the whole idea and the symbolism of books and the ideas in books uh, with our national um, government and our democracy because the ideas in books are really what are so important to our democracy. That was First Lady Laura Bush, September 8, 2001, talking with C-SPAN about the first ever National Book Festival. In this episode of C-SPAN's The Weekly, we look back at two decades of the National Book Festival, created by Laura Bush and, after launching three days before the terror attacks of 9-11, still going strong, now in its 22nd year. July 30, 2001, at the Library of Congress, Laura Bush announces the National Book Festival. She is joined by the Librarian of Congress, James Billington. Today we are launching the first National Book Festival, thanks to the enthusiasm and the very special collaborative spirit of our First Lady. Her love of reading and her experiences as a teacher and librarian have inspired a series of successful book festivals in Texas and now this nationwide celebration. Laura Bush explains how the idea came about. The National Book Festival is inspired by the Texas Book Festival, a popular statewide event in Austin, Texas, which now is in its sixth year and has drawn more than 25,000 people. We learned something important at that festival, and that is people really do love to buy, hold, and read books. Based on our success in Texas, I knew we could create something equally, if not more fun, here in our nation's capital. The National Book Festival will take, time, take place at a time when many American children are going back to school. We now know what else was taking place at the same time as the first National Book Festival, terrorists making final plans for the September 11th attacks. George W. Bush, whose presidency was just days away from heading in an entirely different and unexpected direction, gives the radio address to the nation that morning, September 8th. He mentions what would be happening that day and a few days later. Good morning. This weekend in Washington, my wife, Laura, is hosting the first National Book Festival, continuing a tradition she began as First Lady of Texas. With visiting authors and special events, the Book Festival will highlight the importance of reading in libraries in our national life. A few days later, she and I will host the White House Assembly on Reading at the Library of Congress. We will bring together scholars and educators committed to the cause of teaching every child to read. As a former teacher herself, the First Lady is a passionate advocate for reading. She and I and my entire administration believe that teaching every child to read is critical to making sure every child has the opportunity to realize the American dream. Reading is, after all, the most basic educational skill, and the most basic obligation of any school is to teach reading. In fact, the morning of September 11th, President Bush was in a school in Sarasota, Florida, reading to first graders. That's where he learned about the attack on the World Trade Center in New York. The 9-11 terror attacks changed the world, changed America and the Bush administration, and it had an impact on the language surrounding the following year's National Book Festival. At the October 11, 2002 Black Tie Gala opening, Librarian of Congress James Billington gives opening remarks and uses words reflecting a post-9-11 America. Last year's festival surpassed our expectations. On a gorgeous day, more than 30,000 people came to the Library of Congress to hear authors read from their works and tell us how they created them. 
This year's festival is equally blessed with fine writers and storytellers who will open up for us the widening of horizons that books provide and that foes of freedom fear. First Lady Laura Bush makes a direct reference to 9-11. Since the first National Book Festival, hundreds of new poets, novelists, essayists, historians, and biographers have charged across America's literary landscape, and our favorite established writers have published a multitude of new titles for our comfort and our entertainment. And a good thing, too, because since last September 11th, We've needed the comfort of good books to read and a family to read with. Also in 2002, a moment that seems remarkable 20 years later, but probably didn't raise any eyebrows when it happened. Joining First Lady Laura Bush at the White House for another event opening that year's National Book Festival, First Lady of Russia, Ludmila Putina. Yes, Vladimir Putin's ex-wife. And I'm especially thrilled to be joined by a very special guest, whose country boasts some of the world's most romantic, influential, and expressive literary figures. Gogol, Turgenev, Pushkin, Tolstoy, and one of my favorites, Dostoevsky, who wrote in St. Petersburg, a city I visited with the Russian First Lady in May of this year. Mrs. Putin and I visited her university, St. Petersburg University, one of the most prominent and respected in her country. Speaking through a translator, First Lady Ludmila Putina promises a book festival in Russia and invites Mrs. Bush. And I hope to see Laura or someone of you uh, at a book festival that I hope I will be able to hold in Russia. Uh, and I hope we will cooperate further in this field. Thank you. And in fact, that did happen. On October 1st, 2003, Laura Bush joined Mrs. Putin for the Russian Book Festival in Moscow. Two days later, she was back in D.C. for the third National Book Festival. Here again is the late Librarian of Congress, James Billington. Laura Bush was the inventor and the inspiration, first of the Texas Book Festival, and now of this National Book Festival. And just in the past few days, she has spoken in Paris before representatives of 189 nations as America rejoined UNESCO. And just the day before yesterday, she spoke in Moscow's first ever National Book Festival in Russia, hosted by Russia's First Lady, with other First Ladies present, and with, as always, the inspiration of our own First Lady. She spoke to school children and to librarians from all over Russia about the importance of reading and books, and especially reading for young people as the gateway to imagination and learning. In her remarks, Laura Bush discusses the Russia trip and a notion of intellectual freedom in Russia that seems improbable now. By helping to make the National Book Festival a success, you've also helped inspire a book festival in Russia. I returned from Moscow yesterday. There I joined Mrs. Putin for a celebration of children's literature and school libraries. R.L. Stein, the author of the Goosebumps books, joined me, and I wish you could have seen him weave a scary story with Russian children. The festival was truly a celebration of authors, books, and of freedom 
the freedom to write and read what we want. In 2004, the National Book Festival occurred during early October, a month before Election Day. Laura Bush, whose husband was running for re-election as president, sat down for an interview with C-SPAN. One of the authors speaking at the festival that year was Douglas Brinkley. He had just published an account of George W. Bush's opponent, John Kerry, and the Vietnam War. The good thing about books and book reading and the book festival is that every point of view will be represented, and I think that's um, really good. I understand his biography is quite laudatory of uh, my husband's opponent, but there's room for everything at, at book festivals, and that's one of the most important parts about reading and uh, book festivals, and that is to have, and about libraries. I mean, that's really what libraries are, and of course, the Library of Congress is our sponsor of the National Book Festival and libraries, public libraries in every town in the United States uh, give people the opportunity to read every idea. Uh, information is presented for free without bias and I think that's one of our great American institutions, those public libraries. Well, there's no question that the credibility of books has kind of been galvanized <laughs> in this election. Uh, do you read the political books that are now out? Only the really good ones about my husband. <laughs> like what? Like no, not really. You don't think there are any? There are a few, believe it or not. Um, no, not really. The next year, another milestone event in American history occurred just before the National Book Festival. Hurricane Katrina. Here's First Lady Laura Bush, September 23, 2005, again at the opening Black Tie Gala, just weeks after Hurricane Katrina devastated states along the Gulf Coast. The National Book Festival celebrates the joy of America's literary culture. Books tell us the story of who we are as a nation. Over the last few weeks, in the wake of the storms, we've heard stories of hardship and great hope, and no doubt, Many books were destroyed by the rain and floodwaters, family Bibles, scrapbooks, children's books that were cherished by parents and children alike. This year, the National Book Festival will collect donations for First Book to help schools and libraries replenish their shelves. And of course, we'd love to see school libraries come back even bigger and better than before. In March 2008, Laura Bush spoke to the Association of American Publishers. With her time as First Lady ending in less than a year, she expresses hope about the future of the National Book Festival. Thanks to many of you in this room, I helped found the Texas Book Festival, which has become a huge success now in its 13th year. And that led to the National Book Festival. Both festivals celebrate the art of writing and the joy of reading. My hope is that the momentum behind the National Book Festival will continue long after President Bush and I return to Texas. The next administration should know how important the festival is to the literary life of our capital city and our country. In fact, in the next administration, Barack Obama and Michelle Obama served as honorary co-chairs of the National Book Festival, although they never spoke of the event. Throughout her time as First Lady, Laura Bush actively supported and promoted the National Book Festival, and she presumably sold a lot of books, making a lot of authors happy. At the 2010 festival, no longer First Lady, but she was finally able to talk about a book of her own, her memoir, Spoken from the Heart. And once again, like at the prior festivals, she is introduced by Librarian of Congress James Billington. 
Ladies and gentlemen, please join me in welcoming the woman I've been able to call, I think, with full force and with genuine conviction, Reader-in-Chief of the United States of America. Thank you all. Thanks so much. Thank you very much, Dr. Bellington. Thank you for all your good work. Thank you for being such a great partner uh, for the National Book Festival. And thank you for continuing to build this National Book Festival. This is the 10th National Book Festival, which I think is so terrific. And I can see looking around this tent and all around the festival that it's uh, hugely popular with people from all over our country. So thank you all for coming and thank you for the warm welcome. And now, a bonus clip. We heard earlier Laura Bush addressing the 2003 National Book Festival Gala after her trip to Moscow for a Russian book festival. Later in her remarks, she reveals her husband's literary chops. We delight in great works of literature, and especially in the works of budding new artists. President Bush is a great leader and husband, but I bet you didn't know that he's also quite the poet. Upon returning home last night from my long trip, I found a lovely poem waiting for me. <laughs> Normally, I wouldn't share something so personal, but since we're celebrating great writers, I can't resist. <laughs> Dear Laura, roses are red, violets are blue, Oh, my lump in the bed, I've missed you. <laughs> Roses are red, bluer am I, seeing you kissed by that charming French guy. <laughs> the dogs and the cat, they miss you too. Barney's still mad you dropped him. He ate your shoe. <laughs> the distance, my dear, has been such a barrier. Next time you want an adventure, just land on a carrier. <laughs> I'm happy to be the inspiration behind, behind this poem. Someone or something always inspires an artist. That's it for this episode of C-SPAN's The Weekly. Quick programming note, watch Book TV on the C-SPAN networks for coverage of this year's National Book Festival, Saturday, September 3rd. If you miss it, no worries. Like all other coverage of the National Book Festival and all other book festivals around the country which Book TV has covered over the years, it will all be archived in the C-SPAN video library, where you can do your own searching, all for free. Just go to cspan.org and use the search bar on top. Thanks for listening, and happy searching. Thank you.